to the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm Ben Canning. And I'm Dave Kennedy. And this is Hacking Your Health. I almost felt like I got my name wrong there because it's been too long since we've actually done this. What's well, going first on? First of all, I have to say, awesome for wearing your Cavs hat. Um, yes. But second, how do you forget your name? How do you well, I said it and I was like, is that, have I got that right? <laughs> have I got this in the right order? Like, have I got it right? I don't know. And have one of those weird days. Yeah. So, what's up, man? You know, uh, well, we're doing the podcast late because last week, you know, I was uh, traveling and all that stuff, but I also had gotten COVID um, for the very first time ever. So that was uh, an experience in itself. So if I sound like I'm coughing, I still got a little bit of upper respiratory, but I've been testing negative for a long period of time. I think it's like eight days now. So back to normal. Um, and uh, that was, you know, we'll get into that as an interesting story, but uh, you know, it's taking me two full years of, of you know, like whatever. And I just finally ended up getting it from, uh, my, my daughter had a sleepover with like eight girls. One of the girls was sick. And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, feeling kind of sick too. Oh man, here we go. And so luckily not a big deal. I, um, I actually PR'd while I was on COVID. Uh, so I got a new personal record on, uh, rack pulls on landmine rows. I was PRing on like everything I was doing and the sickest part I was at. So it was, it was, it was like COVID gave me superpowers. Uh, it was <laughs> obviously not trying to, you know, make a Don't recommend. We're not trying to sell not, it. Not saying, or, uh, yeah, yeah. We're not promoting it. Definitely stay away from it. Um, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely on the rebound, uh, feeling great. And uh, you know, I got orange theory in this morning, and I still got to do my arms today uh, later today. But uh, it's been really good, solid, solid training week. I uh, feel like I'm making gains. I lost eight pounds somehow while I was uh, on COVID, even though I was still eating like a madman and working less out. It's just, I guess, science, you know. But guess, um, again, we're not promoting COVID as a weight loss yeah. solution, just to <laughs> clarify for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's been, it's been, you know, I'm, I'm back to normal, feeling good, and uh, you know, uh, recovering all that good stuff. Cool. Yeah, we are doing things late. We're right to the wire. I think this is the closest that we've done it. Like, I mean, it's we have. It's. <clears throat> 6.40 here, and it needs to be live for 5 a.m. tomorrow, so it's close. We're, hey, we got this. We got this. <laughs> we got this. Well, and I also got a whole new setup, so I'm really excited about that. So I'm, I'm on a, at the office, and I got a whole new uh, microphone, and I got this Rode, like, it's called Rodecaster Pro, which is, like, all of these crazy things. And we can do stuff like this, like, you're going to do, like, Jocko? Good. Yeah, see, look at that. Good. <laughs> I can see this getting out of hand. It's definitely get out of hand. So I want to, uh, ahead of time, apologize for all of the listeners. So it's like one of those things where you get a new toy and you have to like do it a whole bunch of times. And then it's going to get really annoying for like one podcast, but then I'll like calm myself down over time. <laughs> so if you hear me doing this too often, just know that in a few, you know, that, you know, few podcasts, it'll not be as cool anymore. Right. Every time I see your arm, I'm like, he's gonna press. I can see do a movement. Like, are you gonna press a button? You, you need son movement. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, COVID. How was it? Uh, you know, listen. Um, you know, my it's it's interesting. My 
and this is like kind of an interesting part about, you know, your body uh, and, and how it works is that, you know, we have multiple defense mechanisms when it comes to your immune system. You know, you have your basically your immune system that, that takes care of things that you've already seen before. You have your natural immune system. Then you have ones that basically produce new antibodies and react and do different things, uh, increase your body temperature, stuff like that to try to kill um, the viruses and all that good stuff. And um, and so uh, when I had gotten this, I had gone two years. My, my, my kids uh, got it once and Aaron had gotten it twice. And... Um, you know, uh, I had never gotten it. You know, we, we quarantined in the house, but we didn't like isolate or quarantine kids. And so, you know, I was always around COVID. Like my kids would cough on me. My wife would cough on me. And I never, you know, I never, I never ended up getting it. And uh, somehow I ended up getting it this time around. And, you know, started off just with like a little, you know, sore throat. And then eventually kind of turned into like a little bit of a head cold. And then, um, you know, went from there. But it was really weird because I really only had it for two days. And what I mean by that is when I first tested, um, it was like this little tiny faint line uh, that I had. Um, and then, you know, like I tested again the next day and uh, I had the, that little bit of a faint line and I tested again at night and that line was gone. So I, I, I guess I barely had it, I guess is the best way of explaining it. Um, and I, I'm very fortunate for that. Um, it's definitely all the supplements I take for sure. Um, is, you know, like, you know, the it's seven the multivitamin, the multivitamin guy, if you're listening, that is what it is. That's right. The multivitamin definitely kicked it. Again, I'm not advocating that multivitamin takes care of it. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously I'm, I'm big on vitamin D. I'm big on fish oils. I'm big on multivitamins. So I do, my body does have the right type of nutrients to fight off this type of thing. Um, and I literally hit the sauna every single day, twice a day, um, just to increase my body temperature. Uh, the COVID does not like heat. Um, so getting in there and breathing in hot air and stuff like that, I did that twice a day. It made me feel really good, actually. Um, got my workouts in, my routines and all that good stuff. And so, um, you know, I fought off pretty quickly. I didn't miss any of my training days and I bounced back really quick and back to back to normal, back to everything as usual. Thank gosh, you know? Good. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's, you know, I remember originally whenever it was first a thing, I was coaching with Tom at the time and he almost put together like this, how you can, I guess, arm yourself as best possible in terms of like supplements, talking about stuff for your immune system and things like that. And Yes, okay, we joke and laugh about supplements, but there definitely is underlying things that can help you with immune system and, and other things. Again, not saying that it's the solution to COVID, but if you can sort of give yourself all those 1% to put you in a better position, that if you do get it, then you know, you're in a better position to sort of handle it, deal with it, fight it off and things like that. Yep. Um, touching on the supplements, and I'm only going to mention this because I put it in the chat earlier on and not in any way a sponsorship or trying to sell anything, but anybody who uses the Blue Nutrition stuff that we talk about all the time, they swapped over their website. It's all on bluenutrition.co.uk. It's B-L-U without an E, nutrition.co.uk. And the discount code on it is BC10 for anybody who wants to get 10% off just to, for you guys because I was chatting to them earlier on. They're trying to move everything across that. I am still trying to push to get one of them on either Peter or Adam from the company to sort of talk on the podcast. But the way that they described how owning a supplement company is it's like trying to juggle blind without any hands. That's how busy you are. I'm like, okay, right. So just let me know when it's. Yeah. Uh, in, in, I have to imagine the supplement companies are going crazy in, in a lot of cases. I mean, you know, blown up because it's a major part of the industry and everything else. But, uh, you know, it's awesome. That's awesome to get the, yeah, I, blue, I love blue nutrition. Um, got a lot of their stuff. Uh, they do really good stuff on that. That's a lot of good quality product. Yeah. Cool. So we want to, well, number one, we're just going to try and catch up, but I think one of the things that I want to talk about is 
travel and being able to stay as in routine as possible when you're traveling because you've also been traveling recently. I've obviously been traveling recently and I know just from having conversations with clients and other other people that one of the biggest struggles they have, whether it's traveling with family or for vacation or for work is it just totally throws them off. And like, that's whenever the quote unquote wheels fall off because they just, they just don't know how to control it or handle it. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard so many people. I was actually um, doing a, a, a video shoot here for, um, a security uh, movie that's going to be coming out. Not a movie. It's not going to be like in the movie theory. You're going to be a movie star? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me tell you, it's, 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 you know, it's got Chris Evans from Captain America and I'm like his sub in and you know, <laughs> you're a stunt double. Um, I'm a stunt double. Um, but uh, uh, no, it was um, more of like a documentary on like ransomware and things like that. And I was talking to the one guy cause he came into the office. I'm in my office at the moment. And uh, he's like, Oh my gosh, dude, that deadlift platform and that rack that you have down there. He's like, that's amazing. I was checking it out. You know, the guy's got biceps. And I'm like, you live too. I live too. We live too. Let's just talk, you know? And so <laughs> we were just talking about like macro breakdowns and everything else. And it's just cool. Cause you can start that conversation. You have something immediately that, you know, is, is of interest to both of you. Um, and you know, he had, he had explained, you know, he's like, man, I'm always on the road traveling, doing these video shoots. And it, it's really hard for me to get my, uh, protein in and, you know, like my macros breakdowns. So I'm like, Hey, let's have a chat. Cause like, and it's actually perfect timing for that because like, obviously, you know, I was just in Oklahoma, uh, last week and, um, you know, the, the whole time, you know, it's, it's funny. So the way that I pack is my supplements first, my protein second, and then my clothes. So like, if I have too much of that, then I'm not going to be having clothes. I'm sorry. Like I just got to have enough for my protein and my, my, my supplements and everything else. But I put them in baggies, like I, in which I, I, I'm actually curious about that. Like, I always wonder like if TSA were to like flag my bags and I have like, like a whole bag full of pills, like, does that, do I need to have the bottles for that? If they're not prescription, you know, like I, anyways, you know, um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I pack all my stuff, get all my supplements, get all my protein and I do, um, scoops of protein and put those in plastic bags so I can get those when I need to. Um, but the first thing I do, um, when I go to the airport is I try to plan my day. Um, where am I going to eat? Uh, and that may not be necessarily known if you're traveling to different locations, but oftentimes they have pretty healthy areas unless you're like there at super late at night and there's nothing open. Um, but the first thing I do when I first get through security is I go to those little stores, those little Hudson news ones and everything else. And I try to find uh, protein, uh, shakes. Uh, that are there because they're already mixed. They're easy to use. I still have my bag if I need to a protein, um, but it's really easy for me to go get it. If not, I can just get milk. I can put it in a, in a blender and then, you know, like a little protein shaker that I bring with me. Um, and then I, I go and I get those, but um, I found, you know, a, a lot of ample protein, a uh, fair life, uh, the fair life, uh, 24 gram and 42 gram uh, of protein uh, shakes are usually very easy to find in airports. Um, I found most of them. They're super expensive. Like I think I paid $15 for two, which is ridiculous. Um, but uh, if you know that going in, it's obviously fine. And then I try to eat at places that have a decent selection of food while I'm eating there. Um, so like, can I order a steak? Can I order chicken? Uh, anything I can get protein in. I'm not going to McDonald's or Wendy's or things like that. I'm focusing on, you know, places that I may have to sit down for a few minutes to, to go and get some food. So, you know, as I'm traveling, I'm really trying to plan that out. And then as I get to my destination, Normally, you know, the hotels that you stay at have, um, you know, food there, like in the mornings, they'll typically have omelets and things like that. Um, different sources of protein. Uh, you can obviously order things like steak or room service that maybe bring, bring chicken, but, you know, trying to get more protein centric things as you're traveling is really important, but also traveling with protein. I always carry protein bars, the Anna bars that I really like a lot. Um, and I try to get as much protein as I possibly can throughout the whole thing. And then also plan my workout routines. I actually call ahead usually. Uh, to the place I'm going to, I'm like, what's your gym look like? You know, what does it have in it? What can I do? 
Um, and then they'll kind of explain. I'm like, okay, I'm not staying there. I'll call the next one. Um, you know, I'll keep going until I find a place that has a decent gym, uh, so that I can get my lift in before prior to, and I and actually plan my flights, um, that way. So if I'm speaking early in the morning, I can get my lift in, in the evening and then I can go do my, my talk and maybe even come back and lift or if I need to, but I'm always trying to plan my time around, uh, my fitness goals and trying to make sure I can fit that in for when I actually travel. Yeah. And actually uh, I had a call with, with one of the members in the client group earlier on and they, they said that they hope that they get to the point that you're at, that they can deadlift while they're on vacation. Like well, it's just about <laughs> prioritizing. It's just about sort of thinking ahead and planning ahead. It's not about, okay, right, I'm going on vacation. I'm going tomorrow. I'm just going to turn up and see what happens. It's a bit, you just need to sort of a bit forward thinking and a bit preemptive. And um, the thing that, that I'll sort of chip in on this is you need to expect that with any sort of travel, whether it's vacation or whether it's with work or whatever it is, you need to, expect it to be suboptimal and be okay with that because i think what people try and do is they try and get everything perfect and nail it because that's the way they feel like they do it at home and it's not going to be like that it's never going to right. be that way and you just right. need to accept that because i think people live in in two extremes it's like okay i'm 100 on everything everything i'm getting my training in, i'm doing this i'm you know hitting all my calories i'm hitting all my steps hitting all my protein and then if they don't do that for one meal Good. it's just they just eat like an asshole good <laughs> <laughs> they just eat like an asshole for the rest of the time and they just throw everything up the wall because they're like oh i didn't get that that meal in so i'm just gonna fuck everything up against the wall here and um, yeah. the other thing that, that i would suggest is don't be afraid to be the picky person in the restaurant like don't be afraid to say can i have this without this or can i have this instead of that and try and swap things around yeah okay they might be a little pissed but at the end of the day there's so many things like allergy wise or there's so many things people need to take into consideration that they can and can't have they're probably getting it all the time and i was actually chatting to helmy last week and he t his latest youtube video is how is he a boy yes he is an even bigger boy at the minute is he an even bigger boy oh man yes, how can he get bigger he's a, that's he's a really big boy <laughs> um but his latest youtube video is how he he went to five five different restaurants in a day and still was managed able to eat as he normally would because he wanted to show that it could be done now he didn't go in and necessarily order off the menu. He basically went and said, can I have this instead of this and this instead of that? And his sort of experience in it was before they would have been a bit arsy about it and they would have like looked at him or else just said no. But this time they were very, every restaurant that he went into was very accommodating. And I think that that's just a sign of either more people doing it or because they have to change so many things about now because of allergens and things like that, that they're more okay about doing it. So I wouldn't be afraid to do that. Um, you know, ask people, ask the, the servers what they're cooking things in, ask them, you know, what the sauce is, like, can you have it on the side? Can you swap this for that? Can you, you know, have it separate so it's all together? Like, you can then sort of break it down in terms of tracking and things like that. And also, don't be afraid to ask for double protein. They will say it will be, you know, 150 extra, and you just have to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that ding, by the way? Yes. Shoot, okay. I need to make sure I get rid of that ding, okay. Is that not one of your buttons? Is that notification? That's not a button. I need to figure out how to turn off uh, notifications uh, for that. So um, anyways, uh, I'll figure that out later. And I apologize if there's dings. I'll make sure that's done on the last in the next podcast. <laughs> it's this new system. I'm going to try to figure it out. Well, I also just, oh, not to derail this conversation completely, which is what I'm going to do anyway, um, is, you know, I, I recently switched off from Android to iPhone. And so, like, it's all integrated into my Mac now. No, I'm not happy about it. Like, I finally caved because I'm, like, I'm the green bar with all my kids now because all my kids have um you know the uh the the iphone so you know i just like one of those things i'm like all right fine like you know i'll i'll cave in and actually go and do this 
And so I am now um, a iPhone user, unfortunately. So anyways, um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll get all that, get all that fixed as it goes along. Um, but I, I, I agree with you um, when you're far, as far as like traveling um, and when you're dealing with like uh, different types of situations, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you, you, you do have to plan to some extent, but you can also eat uh, fairly well pretty much anywhere, even if it's at Wendy's. You know, go to Wendy's and get a grilled chicken sandwich with no bun. Okay, you know, you got a lot of protein there. Um, you know, maybe a little bit of carbohydrates, but nothing, nothing major. You're not pumping in a ton of fat. You obviously don't get the fries. Maybe grab a salad on top of it. And all of a sudden now, you know, you have a, a pretty healthy meal that you're able to eat in a fast food restaurant that's super fast. Um, I also get the thing of <clears throat> how do you track calories uh, when you're traveling into a restaurant? And a lot of the bigger uh, names, you know, if you're going to like an Outback Steakhouse or something like that, they're going to have the calorie counts typically on their site or in, in the actual menu itself. Uh, but if you're going to a restaurant that doesn't have that, you know, Ben, how do you track it? And I'll talk about how I track it. But um, how do you track going to like a restaurant that may not actually show um, the actual, uh, you know, pieces there? I'll just, I'll just have a look at the plate and break it down. And, you know, we've talked about this before and in terms of the importance of tracking calories for an extended period of time and knowing that it's not a forever thing. And what I mean by that is, you know, you need to spend time doing it so you learn it as a skill. And again, what I mean by that is being able to look at a, at a plate of food and break it down as to how you would track it. Um, it just comes down to, to time and experience as to knowing, you know, how many grams of that is, what that could be potentially cooked in and what that would sort of translate to uh, in my fitness pal. So, you know, I'll literally just look at the plate and go, okay, right. You know, if we're talking about breakfast or brunch or whatever, I'm like, right, there's two eggs there. There's probably about 60 grams of avocado. There's uh, a slice of sourdough, a slice of bread. There's probably butter on it. I just literally enter it as if I were, were making it. Yep. And then I always sort of give an allowance for a bit extra. Yep. Um, I don't know if you've ever used this, but I know there's a feature on my fitness pal that you can take a photo of the food. I'm nearly certain. I've seen it a couple of times, but and it'll sure try to calculate that, so the macros for you. I think so. No, I've, I have never used it just to sort of. How the heck would that work? I have it's no like, idea. Hey, you use a tablespoon of butter. What? How? Um, yeah. So look, right. If you go into add food in the diary, there's literally yeah. a, a scan a meal where you have to be premium. <laughs> Maybe you'll get to see it, but I'm not premium. I'm going to try to scan this bottle of water and see what it does. <laughs> Maybe if you pull a, a photo of a meal up on your screen and scan it, see if it works. But yeah, they have that option. I mean, I, I don't know how accurate it's going to be, but it will probably do the same thing that I try and do. It will try and pick out what it has. I'm sure there's a some sort of database of reference of what food looks like. But yeah, that's an option as well. Oh, my gosh. So I just scanned my bottle of water and it said one Dasani bottle of water. And it's literally a Dasani bottle of water. There you go. It's freaking magic, dude. I mean, it's, I, I have to imagine that the calculations of it are probably, I mean, it, can it, can it detect portion size? Can it detect macro breakdowns? I'd be really interested to I see. I would probably say it. it I'll, I'm gonna, I'll do it today. I'll see you today. Right. Like, but that's that I've looked at it a couple of times. I'm like, how the hell would that work? Like, if that works, then that's the solution to everybody. Yeah, there you go. They there you go. Food, it's there done. You go. That's it. They yeah, fixed yeah. it. They fixed the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, you know, in in restaurants, so, you know, generally, if you have experience of tracking food, you're going to know roughly how many grams or how many ounces of a chicken breast is in a chicken breast. So if there's chicken on the menu, 
that's chicken breast, that's how much it weighs, so right. like that. If you're getting steak, the menu is going to tell you it's a six ounce, it's an eight ounce, it's a 12 ounce, whatever. You can just enter that. Generally, you're going to know what it's cooked in because well, you can either ask or you are you know, you can see, you'll be able to taste or whatever. Um, if you ask for things separate on the side, it means you can control the amount of sauce or the amount of dressing or whatever's on the, you know, whatever comes with it. Um, and I think it just it literally just comes down to experience and doing it. The one thing that I say to all you guys, and, you know, we did it probably at the start is if you don't know what it is, like if you're struggling with how to track it, the thing that I would say is track it to the best of your ability. Yes. Yes. And overestimate. Overestimate. Yeah. And then yeah. for you guys, send me a photo of the food on a screenshot of how you've tracked it. And I can give you my insight as to, okay, right. Did you think about this? Have you considered that? Or no, you're bang on. That's exactly the way to do it. And the reason that I do that is because there's no point in you just send me a photo of the food and me going, oh yeah, it's 850 calories and X, Y, and Z because I haven't taught you. I've just told you the answer. So if you try it yourself and you try to sort of understand things and I can correct it here and there. And I've noticed a couple of other guys in the group sharing within the group. And I, I think that's a, without sounding totally nerdy or boring, that's a fun activity for people to do and, and <laughs> try is. and understand how, yeah. how food works. And there you always know, is a big scale of where you're at in terms of some people are here and some people are here. But I feel like I'm always wrong on those, by the way. Like, I like, I feel like I'm, I'm category. Like, I, I feel like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm like, I'm going to go high. It's, I'm just like a thousand calories, but it's like, no, it's 7,000 calories. I'm like, what? Like, how is that? How is that that? You know, like I'm totally off. I'm always, I'm always conscious of putting the photo in, having already tracked it, knowing that you would just go in and look at my, my fitness pal and the answer because you can, you can I have see done that. It. I have done that before. Yes. I definitely have done that before. <laughs> So yeah, things like that. And I think it just comes down to trial and error and sort of get that. But I'll be interested to see and we can do we can do a full report next week on the scanning food. I'm gonna do it with every meal this week and see how close it is to what the actual food is. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I call trial as well. What about you? How do you track the food? <laughs> so I try to break down the food into what it is, and I usually try to order simple food on the menu. Um so I don't do something extremely complex um that has a bunch of sauces or things like that in it. Um, yeah, I try to stay away from pastas, you know, that type of stuff. Cause that can get really out of control pretty quickly. Um, you know, like I just today, for example, um, yeah, I ordered from PF Chang's, which is literally sitting in the front door right now. Um, thank you. Um, so I can't wait to eat that. Um, but Are you know, gonna ordered, scan it? this is going to be the first, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna try it. Do a but screen I, record of the whole process. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, I, I uh, uh, ordered that, and obviously it has the macro breakdowns because of P.F. Chang's, and they put post their nutritional pieces of it. But if I didn't have that, you know, what I would look at is, you know, hey, is this breaded chicken? Is it plain chicken? It's obviously going to have an impact. What is on that? It's rice. Okay, so I know I have probably two to three cups of rice um, in there, and then I also have, you know, uh, a good solid amount of breaded chicken. So let's look up breaded chicken and the amount of that and try to kind of, you know, put that in into space. And then I usually add... Um, it's kind of a floater. I usually use butter as a floater um, because I know that those meals have a lot of butter in them and they have a lot of fat. Um, so I usually put, you know, two full tablespoons of butter in, you know, which is usually gonna be about 200 and some extra calories, or if it's something really buttery, you know, 400 calories uh, for butter um, into those so that I can at least have a little bit of wiggle room of what my actual um, intake will be. So butter for me is kind of like my, <clears throat> my buffer zone of things. So like I'll add what it is and then I'll add, usually butter as a way to get the calories into what I think it's, it's possibly going to be, but you know, it's obviously not an exact science, but you're still trying to get, 
an understanding of what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, the amount of calories you have. Obviously, going a little bit under is probably better than going way over um, on, on calories, especially if your, your goal is, is weight loss. So you can never probably overestimate too much what you're actually doing if you're eating out. But that's why, like, you know, the, the prepackaged meals like Tavala's that, I, you know, I've recommended before in the past or, you know, different meal shipments you can get that have the macros already broken down are great things. And then if you're only going out so often, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of uh, stay consistent with uh, the, the calories that you're putting into your body. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, if if obviously a lot of what you guys do in the industry, you travel a lot for work, and if you're either a generally traveling to a similar place, where you always stay in the same hotel, get an understanding. No, I'm not. What? 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 <laughs> you need to work on your get an understanding of the surrounding area and have a go-to that you're like, okay, right, I know I can go here and get this meal. It ticks that box. If there isn't anything in the area. Find exactly like you're saying, maybe not to volley because you need to bring an oven with you, but something that's like already a pre-packaged name. There's like, I don't know about over there, but there's hundreds of companies that do it. It's literally a meal. Generally, they're like, you know, anywhere between 300 to 500 calories, depending on what you need. Generally, they're full of carbs because it's the cheaper option and they have some level of protein in it. If you can get those delivered to where you ever go on, it means that you have that. If you have to bring them with you, that's absolutely fine. So having those things that you're just that little bit more prepared. And um, the other thing as well is being able to go to like a grocery store or a supermarket or a Whole Foods or something, you can get the individual things. Like I remember whenever I was, lived on the boat, lived on the boat in Dublin, um, there was a there was a shop right facing the canal and they basically had this big salad counter and it, it all went by weight. So you got like a, you know, like a plastic see-through takeaway bowl that's about this size and you started with that and then you just built it out. So what I would used to, what I used to do was put the chicken in it, weigh it, get the amount of chicken that I needed. I realize this is very, you know, but get yeah. the chicken in that I needed, come back, put the rice in it, whatever it was, weigh it. So I knew exactly what it was. So there are things available like that, like Whole Foods and stuff like that. And I do think a lot of places are starting to adapt having the calories, having it already on my fitness pal. And if it's not directly from them, somebody somewhere has tried to put it in and put a pretty decent guess as to what it is on it. So I think yep. it is a lot easier than it used to be. Um, and you need to recognize that it's never going to be 100% accurate. Even if you're doing it yourself, yeah. it's not 100% accurate, but you need to recognize that too. Yep. And uh, that, that consistency is what you're looking for um, with anything that you're doing, whether you're traveling, whether you're at home, whether you're, you know, you're doing anything else, but travel is obviously major issues for, for trying to get your protein. You know, and the biggest complaint I hear is I, it's hard for me to get my protein consumption. And again, if you are eating 80% whole foods, you know, finding chicken breast, finding, you know, lean, um, you know, uh, beef, like, you know, steaks and things like that. Those shrimp. are all shrimp. shrimp. I still, I feel like I have to eat a 7,000 pounds of shrimp to get the protein that we get from like a steak, but that's fine. all of the shrimp. Yeah. But uh, I actually had some shrimp this weekend. It was really good. Um, and I loved it. Uh, but um, it's one of those things where, you know, again, you, you can find your sources of, of meat. You just have to, or, or, or of whatever you need to get from a protein perspective. You just kind of have to plan it out. Now, one thing I also um, will do as well is I'll try to find a local gym if I can't find it in my hotel. And I'll also try to find, um, you know, if, I, if I'm staying there for an extended period of time, like a week, uh, I'll try to find like the nearest GNC and maybe pick up just a small thing of protein. Um, that I can bring with me. So I don't have to carry it, you know, on with me and actually use all of that. So, you know, there are ways of kind of making it easier on you, um, you know, giving you some time off to like explore and kind of check the places out and, you know, go to a new GNC or a new supplement store, you know, obviously 
you know, buy a whole bunch of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anybody <laughs> else gets excited as the corners. I do. Stories, I really do. I do. Yeah. But I don't know if anybody else listening does. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? A different supplement yeah. store in a different city. Like, can't wait. Dude, so there, uh, there's a GNC like like 20 minutes away from my house, and my kids will go to basketball lessons at this place. It's literally across the street, and they'll go there for like two hours. So I have like two hours I have to blow, and it's like it's like 20 minutes. So it's like, do I really drive home for 20 minutes, hang out for like a little bit, and then drive back, or just hang out around here and maybe like grab some dinner or go grocery shopping, and obviously check out the supplement store. So like this last week or two weeks ago. Um, you know, I get to GNC and I've been in there a million times, but they had these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, protein shakers. And I'm like, oh, I have to have this. And then I'm like, well, then I want this and then I want this. And there's this new pre-workout that just came out. And you know what? I'm kind of running low. I only have like 17 bins of protein left. So I need to get another bin of protein. And before you know it, like I literally have like five full bags of, of things that I ordered from this store. And Aaron's like, listen. Stop buying protein. You got enough protein. I'm like, no, there's only seven left. I, I, what happens if it's like it's like six months go by and I can't buy protein? She's like, really? Seriously? Yeah, the yeah. supply chain. Should right, you? supply chain's messed up, man. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even get sriracha but, here in the states. You can't get sriracha. You in the can't states get it here too. It's part really? of to do with Mexico shit too. Yeah, um, the, the 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 chili peppers or whatever. Yeah. The good news is, I didn't think I could get the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shakers because I thought it was a yes thing because you guys have everything that we do not. But mine got delivered last last week. And the same thing. Like I was like, I'll just go. I'll just go and order the shaker. But they're like, well, I mean, I like the look of this, and that says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. And I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, I like the sound of the flavor of this thing that I don't need at all. And then, you know, five yeah. or six things are right in the post, and here we are. You you got to have teenage mutant turtle shakers, regardless if they come yeah. in multiple you know blends or flavor or, or looking you know whatever the design. It is awesome. Those are the best. And I was shakers. actually talking, you know, I was I was talking to um, excuse me, a guy actually on on Instagram, the um, guy actually that we will probably use the next time that we're doing some video stuff. But anyway, they I was talking to him. He's replied and I put put the picture up of it and. Uh, I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is such a smart marketing move because people like us who are in our thirties grew up on that shit. So oh, yeah. we're all over it. We're like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like we need this, like no matter what, but there's yep. so many like younger generations that also enjoy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So it's so many oh, yeah. people like nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Nailed it. hundred percent. Yep. I saw that like literally in my eyes. Love. I'm like, I must have you. I have this. I must have this. You know, like everybody like, in the client group. Like, and everybody in the client group was like, where do you get this? I had, I had people on, on, cause I posted it up on, on Twitter and I had like eight people reaching like, where's the link for this? Where's the link from this? I'm like, it's over here. It's over here. It's over here. It's over here. You know, like it, 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 I, I like literally started a trend on everybody buying teenage miniature protein shakers. And I guess like a uh, one, one dad was like, listen, my kid called me a, a, a child and then he stole my protein shaker and is now using it. I no longer have a teenage miniature <laughs> shaker. So, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Anyway, the other note on travel is, I think the best thing that we can say on it is being prepared because there's no point in just turning up and trying to work it out. Then you need to a bit of forward thinking. So, where are you going? What's in the local area? Does it does the hotel have a gym? If not, is there a gym close by? Like, yep. The other thing I guess we need to touch on is you know people tend to and maybe you get this as well. Like if they're on vacation, people would look at me funny because I'm like I'm going to train, and I'm like. It's it's a it's a part of my life. Like, why would I not do it? Number right. one, I enjoy seeing other gyms in different places, but that's a different story. But you know, if I'm away for two weeks on vacation, 
why would I not train? Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's why would I stop doing something that I do on a regular basis? And it's, as you put it, you know, I'm not going to go away for two weeks and not brush my teeth for two weeks. Like that's yeah. as, that's as, as big a part of my life as training is. Do you know what I mean? So if you're that person, you don't want to train while you're on vacation, cool, whatever. That's fine. Um, yep. but if you can and you can go and find a cool gym, a local gym, a fitness center that will have, you know, limited equipment in the gyms, uh, in the gym. But I also think as well, like, you know, in my recent experience with hotel gyms, they're definitely getting better. Yeah. Um, and the other option yeah. is, you know, if if you just want to throw a set of resistance bands in your hand luggage or your luggage, like they're not, you know, not expensive and not easy to bring with you. You'll maybe not get a, an optimal workout, but then that brings it back to you need to recognize that when you're traveling, it's not going to be optimal. Yeah. It, you know, obviously going into a situation where you have a new gym, you know, new weights, different types of weights, you know, the... The way that it feels, everything's going to be completely different from what you used to, whether you're going to your own gym or you have your own, own home gym. But you know, again, getting that work, putting that work in. I have the uh, the X3 bars, which are resistance bands. It has like a little platform with a bar with it. It's actually very compact and you can travel with, and you can actually do full body workouts, deadlifts, everything else, and part of it, bench presses. Um, so that's one that you can do like in your hotel room if you wanted to. Um, so there's a lot of options available to go and get your stuff done while you're traveling. I know when I was on vacation, you know, I mentioned this in the podcast multiple times, but I got every single one of my workouts in. I would just wake up before the family did, go get my workouts in, come back before they even knew I was already showered, you know, sipping a cup of coffee after my pre-workout and, um, you know, uh, getting ready to hit the day running. So, you know, you can definitely get those, those in if you're, if that's what you want to do. Obviously some folks when they go on vacation, just want to chill and sit my ties and just relax and, and, and hang out. That's totally fine as well. Um, but for me, I just still wanted to get my workout routines because I cannot handle not getting gains for a week. Let me just throw that out there. All right. got to get, got to get those gains. Right. I agree. And even, you know, again, spoke about this earlier today, like it, it doesn't necessarily need to be that you're going in and, you know, lifting crazy weight or PR in every exercise. Like right. if you want to do that, then yes, absolutely. But for me, training when I'm away is to keep my body moving for an extra activity to burn some additional calories because I know that I probably will have a Mai Tai later on the day. And, you know, yep. it's about finding that sort of, not to use the B word, but find that balance of, you know, okay, right, I'm away. I'm not going to be a total asshole whenever I'm away. I probably would be a little bit of an asshole, but if I'm going to do that, then I'll definitely make sure that I train and get that side of things done as well. Because it's like, especially people who, you know, they train so hard to go on holiday because they want to look a certain way. And then the holiday comes and they just fucking stop doing everything that they do. And they come back in a worse situation two weeks later because yeah. they've just sacked everything off. So if it's a part of your life, if it's something that you do on a regular basis, if you can manage it, if you can sort of look at things ahead of time, then I definitely would recommend doing it. For those of you that travel with work, again, the same sort of thing. You know, be ballsy enough to ask, can you stay in a hotel that has a gym or is close to a gym? Do your research before you go. If it's a place that you're regularly in, understand what's around you, you know, convenience stores, is it restaurants, is it fast food restaurants and know what you can do to eat as best possible whenever you're in those situations. And yep. remember, it's not going to be perfect every time. It won't be, but you know, I'll tell you, uh, I know we've, we've had some comments about planet fitness around here, but you know, it is a extremely cheap gym not against planet fitness. No, we're not I at all. Not at all. Chat yeah. The group as if I was offending them, but I wasn't. No, I mean, listen, planet fitness is a wonderfully cheap gym that has some amazing equipment. That's always clean. Uh, you have nothing to worry about when you go there. You literally have plenty of space to work with it. I, mean, I would say that the the Smith machines tend to get a little bit, you know, overly busy. But um, other than that, you know, you typically have a, a full fledged gym there that if you have memberships with, you can go to any Planet Fitness that's in those general areas, and they're typically going to be within a geographic location of where you're at. So, 
you know, find a gym that you can go to. It's easy. I like finding, um, you know, like new old school gyms that are just, you know, you know, like, you know, bodybuilders or, you know, iron, things like that. I just like finding those areas and like, you know, you know, and being able to go there and kind of check it out and see kind of the history and things like that. It's exciting for me. It's obviously intimidating each time you go to Planet Fitness. Um, you pretty much know where you're going to get, you know, where the equipment's going to be, you know, they're all pretty much laid out the same. Um, you know, going to these things, it's obviously a little more intimidating. You know, it's just, you got, you got to figure the equipment out. There's, I was just at old school, uh, fitness last week. And, um, it was, uh, there's this one machine. It literally looked like a torture chamber machine. It looked like, it looked like it was designed for torturing. You had like these like old raggedy straps coming off of it. It was old and creaky and like all rusted. And I'm like, someone died here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out how to use it. I'm like, I have no idea what this is for. I cannot figure this out. And no one's using it, obviously. Um, (laughs) Everybody's in the same boat, like looking at it like this. Yeah. Yeah. We're all sitting there like on this. Like who died? Who I died, died yeah, like, <laughs> but uh, I am you know, jealous. I would love to. Uh, I'll be back soon. But, you'll be back soon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, you know, as I said, like uh, it's something that I'm passionate about. Number one, because it's obviously what I do. But I enjoy going and seeing different gyms, and obviously, it's a new experience for you because before you didn't like being in the gym or didn't like yeah. being in that environment. So you have yep. this whole new world of opportunity of all these gyms. So something flashed up there. I don't know what else. Um. But yeah, all this new opportunity of, of different gyms and whatever else. So it's something that I enjoy. If it's not your thing, then that's absolutely fine. But, you know, find somewhere that you can train or do whatever. And I just, you know, when I went there, I, I tell you, I'm just amazed. Uh, you know, Old School Iron is a, a, a really neat place. We talked about it a few times on the podcast. Just an old school, like, you know, gym with just like thousands of pieces of equipment everywhere. Um, but I'm just amazed, you know, like, again, we go back to, to last week's uh, podcast around gym etiquette. And I mean, everybody there was super positive, super nice. Um, you know, you didn't have people hitting on the girls there. Uh, you had people that, you know, were helping and asking if they needed spots, you know? So, you know, again, really cool gym culture that, that if you can find that gym, that's an awesome place to go to. But again, finding that when you're traveling is kind of the experience of, of checking out. That's what I like about it. It's like, you're going into a new adventure, a new place you haven't been before. You have to learn it. You have to figure out the equipment, where everything's at, you know, the people that are there. It's like a whole different environment that you've never been in before. And that's kind of the cool part about it. Maybe new machines you never tried or ways of hitting your muscles that you've never done before. So, you know, just a way of, of taking a look at it and going out there and making sure you just carve the time for it. Uh, while there. And, and I understand, like, you know, a lot of folks may not have a lot of time when they're traveling, too. Um, you know, you might be busy if it's a vacation with your family and stuff like that. So, got to be kind of in and out those types of things you might just be hitting the hotel. So again, you know, whatever you can afford time-wise you, you, is obviously a very similar um, conversation that we always have here is whatever you can put into your body, your time is ultimately the results that you're going to get from your body and your time. So, you know, it's giving yourself some time to be able to do that is, is kind of a fun thing, especially as you're traveling. Yeah. And even with that, you know, even if it's a, an in and out work trip where you're there for 36 hours and you just have to get shit done or 48 hours or whatever then what you need to do is just plan your week around that so swap your training days you know if you usually train on a wednesday but you're traveling on a wednesday but you have time to do it on a tuesday just move it like it's not fucking rocket science like it's like oh well i'll be out of you know have to do that workout on wednesday just move it either side or if you're traveling at the weekend and usually you know you train on a Monday, but you won't get it in because you're jet lagged or tired or whatever. You don't get into it and you know, do it on Tuesday. Like it's not, it's not that hard to stop the exercises the days around. Yeah. And, um, I'll tell you, I had a, um, so this, this last week when I was in Oklahoma, um, I had, I had, um, so I'd worked out on, so it was Wednesday. Okay. And Wednesday is my, my rest day, rest day. I still do orange theory, but my rest day. Um, (laughs) 
and then rest you know day. rest day. <laughs> and so I flew out Wednesday, um, and then Thursday I was uh, on site for this presentation I had to give. And um, so my plan was get to uh, the hotel early, get a good meal in, and then go to sleep early. So I'd be in bed by like nine nine thirty, and then I'd wake up at six a.m. and go do my workout. Well, as soon as I left the house. I get a notification that my flight is delayed two hours. I'm going to miss my connecting flight, which then cascades this whole, you know, series of events that occurred. <clears throat> and so I didn't end up getting in till midnight uh, to, uh, to, to, to Oklahoma. And then, you know, by the time you get checked in, you iron your suit for the next day. Unfortunately, I had to wear a suit. Um, yeah, well, it was, it was kind of a suit. It was like a half a suit. I wore jeans, like black jeans. And then I had, you know, like a, a, a suit top that was like stretchy and kind of comfortable and everything else. So it was kind of like a, this is, it was a hip suit. Oh, I got these. Hang on. To touch on it while you're away, the, <laughs> the suit conversation. So I was at Matt's wedding at the weekend and obviously it's a wedding. So you're expected to wear a suit and exactly the same thing that you're talking about. I just had like these black jeans on, and, yeah. like a black shirt yeah, yeah. and like a suit jacket-ish. And I still had my Vans on. So I was like, I had made an effort because Matt knows I normally wear shorts. So the fact that I wasn't wearing shorts is that is a massive effort. Oh, um, so yeah, I get, I get what you mean with the suit. And the well, touch on these, that again. I got these shoes that are from Wolf and Shepherd. They're like right? tennis shoe dress shoes. Right. And so yeah, that's like, where all black fans, it was fine. That we, works. We, that works well. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, it but again, to touch on the travel thing just quickly it, and you, you're a part of this conversation too. So if you're traveling to somewhere that you're going to see someone or hang out with someone and they do a similar sort of thing in terms of lifting, just get them to hook you up with their supplements and whatever else. So obviously whenever I landed, you had a car package for me that it covered everything that I needed for the time that I was there. And the same, whenever I got to, Matt's wedding at the weekend, he had sorted out, um, I was staying on site at the wedding in one of the cottages, but he had protein shakes, he had supplements. My flight ended up getting cancelled on Saturday, so I ended up staying with him, which was hilarious because obviously, you know, he'd just been married one day and then I'm in the house with him and his new wife, just like, I'm just going to stay here. But, you know, nighttime, nighttime tea, magnesium, you know, everything I needed in terms of supplements, woke up on Sunday morning, greens powder, normal caffeine, do you want to have a shake for breakfast? So I was covered because he understands like it was, it wasn't like a, it wasn't an option. It was like, I'm having this, this is my routine, you know, join, join me. Same thing happened when you were in town. Um, I yeah. was like, Hey, here's all your pills, you know, for the day, you know, for the week, yeah, here's you know, a like, massive here's, bag of tablets. And you're all set. So, you know, I had, you know, yeah. I had your multivitamins. I had, you know, the, the night, nighttime, you know, piece fish oils, I don't needed with yeah. And you got here and protein, protein shakes, protein energy, shakes drinks. energy drinks, I everything. Had, I had you ready to go. Yep. See, when yeah. you get your friends that lift, you come in, come, you know, you're my place. You know, it's funny. I um, was at an event this weekend and uh, I brought extra protein shakes and, and for everybody. I was handing out protein shakes to folks. Uh, so people enjoyed that as well. But, uh, it, it, but back to the story here really quick. When I got into the hotel, um, you know, it was, it was 1.30 by the time I went to bed. And so I didn't get my lift in the morning because I wanted to get good sleep to be able to do a good presentation. And that's a trade-off, you know, like I could have woken up early and been dog ass tired and dragged ass and hopefully got myself up enough to be able to do the presentation. I decided to do the presentation right after that. I left, I got home. I didn't get home until midnight again. So again, another really crummy night. I didn't get my lift in. So then I decided, well, Hey, it's probably smart for me to recover those. And so I did. It was not smart. It was not smart. It was not smart. It was not smart. (laughs) So in my mind, it was smart. In my mind, it was smart. So Friday, I make up Thursday's uh, push session. So it was push uh, shoulders, chest, and uh, triceps. 
And then in the afternoon, I did uh, my pool session, which is back, you know, back in, in biceps. And then like, you know, so I didn't, I didn't finish lifting that until like probably 10 o'clock at night or whatever. And then I, the next morning I woke up early and did my, um, legs and arm session. So I was exhausted because I lift, lifted three massive lifts that, you know, span an hour and a half, you know, each, um, each time to, to get my lifts in that I'd missed up. And, and I was, I was dog tired on Saturday. So, um, you know, word of advice, uh, don't skip a don't lift. Do that. Don't skip a lift. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, wait, wait, wait. Terms... This, this is what happened. This is what happened. Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting. I did over a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I hope these are recorded because the last time I pressed the button on this, it wasn't recorded. So there might just be like this awkward silence and then me and you laugh. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they are recorded. Oh, that would be bad. You can hear it though, right? <laughs> Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Okay, it's probably means we're probably good there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one I've been wanting to play. So, like, here, here's a quick motivational one. You ready? Ready? That's what discipline is. Discipline means taking the hard road, the uphill road to do what's right for yourself and for other people. Gotta love Jocko. Yes. Now, are you going to change these every week or are we going to have the same ones? No, I'll, I'll, I'll change. I'll change. Full disclosure: I'm going to get one, so I'll have my own set. Of yeah, yeah. That I, I'll press. I don't know what I don't know what this one is, so I apologize. What it is? Maybe say this. Is. Pick up attempt. I'm, I'm offended. I have very little time to get to the gym, so I have to to sculpt my guns at the office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, then Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. That was me on Thursday. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so maybe we could. <laughs> we could set it up that the buttons on the on the desk we could have a conversation and we can have like five minutes off. Um, Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. You know what that is? Oh my gosh! No. You know what that is? Oh, no. you, I guess you wouldn't know what that is. There was this massive show that was here in like the nineties and and probably eighties and everything. It's called The Price Is Right, and that okay. was the fail horn of like when you like didn't get whatever your price was or whatever and you failed. So they would always play that, and that's your fail horn. It's called the fail horn. Oh. Um, I can't believe you don't know the price is right. Oh, you guys no, are so sorry. uncultured over there. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh. That's a whole conversation for all of Um Yes, I think that's all the boxes ticked in terms of travel. The main thing to take away is be prepared. Understand where you're going and what's around you. Accept the fact that it's not going to be optimal. And do the best you can with what you have. And find yep. a friend who's there who will supply you with supplements and the things that you need. That's right. Find a friend. Like, hey, they should make a... Uh, like a, a Tinder app for <laughs> for people who lift. Yeah, for people who lift. Like, hey, great idea, right? You know, like, hey, I'm gonna go lift in this town. Anybody want to come along and hang out, just as friends, obviously, or whatever. But you know, can you bring me? You know, and, and you can even like, like, oh, even better, like a DoorDash or Uber Eats for weightlifting. They bring the supplements to you, so like, you got a stock of supplements you can you can pick out. Yeah, like, this well, I'm gonna be in this city for five days. This yeah. is what I need. Yeah, I need so it drop ships you in your your. Oh man, we got we might have a business idea here. Let me tell you. Yeah, we need to cut the sites so nobody else. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Idea. Shh, shh, Shit. Forget it. Good. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so that is that. The other thing I'll say I wanted to talk about was priorities. And I guess this sort of falls into the similar sort of conversation. So there's, there's a couple of levels to this conversation. Whenever I'm talking about priorities, it's it's what you need to prioritize. Number one, generally in life. Number two, Wait, priorities are what you need to prioritize? Yes. That's deep. Life. That's deep, yeah. man. That's deep. Yeah. Yep. They are. So, 
So, when, like, I mean, when you travel or day to day or when the shit hits the fan and life gets busy or whatever you have going on, you need to have a level of, okay, right, if, if I can't get everything done, what are the things that I need to get done? The other thing is overall in life, prioritizing your health over anything else. And I heard that... I can't remember if it was that Alex Hermosia guy or someone else, but basically he was saying that you need to prioritize your health because you can't make or spend money if you're dead. Yep. And I think that's, that's you know, it's a good, good way of looking of at sense. it. Yeah. 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 So I know that people, and again, you know, we've talked about it and you've probably done it and I've done it to a certain extent is, you know, you prioritize work and, you know, business and everything else over your own health because you want to be successful. You want to make money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you need to prioritize your health in the same sort of way because without your health, you can't do those things. You can't make the money. You can't spend the money. You can't have the same sort of impact. So thinking about it like that, I think is a pretty good, um, it's a pretty good way to look at it. All his stuff is good. I don't even know if it's him, but we'll say it's him. We'll give him the credit for it. Um, but yeah, so the priorities and that, so prioritizing, you know, how you, the things that you value in your life, the better the quality of your life. Then, you know, whenever you're traveling, what do you prioritize? Whenever the shit hits the fan, life gets busy, stressful, work is stressful, whatever. Like, what are the things that you start to prioritize? And we've spoken about again this in um, the, the weekly group calls. Like, if people are having a shit time and they're like, look, I'm just too busy or too stressed or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Look, I don't need to be an additional stress in your life. So what we need to do is focus on this, this, and this instead of focusing on the whole list of things or instead of having to fill out the whole check-in sheet, you know, all as long as I'm seeing this, this, and this, and we're progressing in that, then that's absolutely fine. When we're back to a position that things are a little bit less stressful or things are a bit more manageable, then we can start looking at other things. Yep. Yep. And those, I also have just to sort of interrupt you, there's a bit of squeaking going on in my left ear in terms of this headphone. That's really throwing me off. So if you see me like looking funny, Anytime I talk a certain way, it's squeaking. Just so squeaking. I've been actually hitting the squeaking button this entire time. That would be awesome. That'd be an amazing troll if I actually uh, went and did it. That would uh, be freaking out. Yeah. New headphones and all. Well, but I mean, you know, everything we talked about today was really about priority, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Because we are prioritizing our health over our busy schedules. And I was actually uh, talking to somebody um you know, uh, this weekend about, you know, just, you know, mental health, mental health in general and how we as a, as a society are breaking down mental health wise. And I was actually listening to, to a podcast about this and it talks about, you know, how a lot of these kids that are coming out are just broken kids, you know, they don't uh, experience a lot of the, the natural, uh, natural tribalism of working with other kids and, you know, good parenting and, and good fathers and good mothers and everything else that comes along with it. And, you know, coming from broken homes or broken ways of viewing society and things of that effect. And, you know, um, we talk about how fitness um, has a direct impact on mental health uh, in a positive manner. You know, putting your body through stress and strain activates our genes, our DNA, our bodies, and it, it creates what we're designed to do. We are designed to be put under stress. We are designed, you know, to have to forge for our food. We are designed to have to go out there and put our bodies under, you know, extreme conditions in order to survive. And when we don't do that, our bodies start to decay. Our bodies start to atrophy. And that includes our brain. And I never really understood um, the how linked mental health is to the overall health of your body. You know, if you are an unhealthy individual, uh, whether it's you're overweight and obese, whether it's, you know, your heart issues or things that are happening because of that, 
you will have mental health issues typically uh, substantially higher than those that are actively competing or, you know, going on working out and doing things uh, to, to, to better themselves. And so again, this goes to the priority of your life, you know, and I always hear, you know, I, I feel guilty for spending time on myself to go in and get myself better. You're not, you're actually making your marriage better. You're making yourself as a father or a, uh, or as a, as a mother better, or, you know, with your significant other spouse, um, your partner, you're making that life better because you're healthier as an individual, both mentally and physically, and you will operate better. You will act better. You will feel better. You'll have a much more positive outlook on life. Um, all of those things are absolutely possible through making fitness a priority. Um, and prioritization is one of those things that I can't emphasize enough that I, again, I never did my, my entire life, right? I never prioritized my health, my life, um, you know, how I felt in any way, shape or form. And I guess I never really realized how bad from a mental health perspective I was. I mean, I was continuously staying up till four or five o'clock in the morning, coding, releasing code. You know, I just got stuck in this effect of really trying to do as much as I possibly could and just burn myself out and continue to push through the burning out. I, used, I viewed burning out as a sign of weakness and I would just burn through my burning out. Um, you know, that is not healthy. And obviously I had heart surgery because of it. I had all of these physical ailments. I, you know, my body started breaking down in a number of different ways. I wasn't feeling great. I was always sluggish. I started having chronic migraines. You know, you start going through the list and I was a wreck. And I can tell you now that again, minus the whole COVID situation, which I'm still pissed. I got that. I was like, I was like, man, I work out so much. I should be able to burn this thing off and I should never get it. I was kind of feeling like Superman because I was like two years in and I never got it. But anyways, um, I'm too strong. I'm yeah, too that's too what I thought. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm too I'm strong too for COVID. Strong. I'm too big and strong for COVID. COVID looks to me like I'm, I'm bouncing the f out of Fuck this. Yeah, yeah it obviously didn't happen. I still got it. But um, you know, aside from that, I mean, it's the best I've ever felt my entire life, and that's due to because I prioritize myself. Um, you know, as a outlook of my entire life and priority of my family and everything to that effect. So it's not that I'm being jealous or not jealous. I'm not being um, egotistical to do this for myself. Um, it's because I'm doing this because it impacts my family, my life, my longevity on this earth, uh, and my ability to, you know, be able to be there for my kids and my family. I mean, I, I, we just had a, you know, like we had kids over, you know, a few weekends ago and I was out grilling and cooking. I was getting the, you know, pool ready. I, I you know, got, uh, got into the, um, trampoline. I started bounce housing on the trampoline, you know, I started playing with the kids and moving back and forth. And, you know, I had the energy to do that because that's what I wanted to do, you know, and that's, a, I'm there for my kids to be able to, to, to do those types of things. You know, I was out pitching back, you know, with, with Mason the other day. And, you know, went on road roller coasters uh, all day long, which by the way, let me tell you, <clears throat> riding roller coasters all day long is worse than lifting five times a day. Like I, I was exhausted. My body's like, what in the hell are you doing? Why are you? We almost died 70 times today. You know, like we need to just go and chill. And so like, I look, I'm driving home and I'm just like, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, I'm like almost starting to fall asleep. I'm like, Oh shit. And I look back at Mason and Mason's completely out, knocked out cold. I'm like, well, if Mason's out cold, how am I still alive? Like, you know, that, that kid's got unlimited energy and here I am driving home and I get home. I'm just like, listen, Aaron, it's, it's eight o'clock at night. I didn't go to bed. bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Like I went right upstairs. I didn't even change. I've been sweating all day in this hot sun. I literally crashed in the bed. I went to sleep. I didn't wake up till like nine o'clock the next day. I was done. So yeah. But that's a good, I guess that you could relate that to because your body was in such a high stress state for that entire day, 
that's a mental exhaustion. And I think the, yeah. the difference between mental exhaustion and physical exhaustion, we don't generally acknowledge because when your body's physically tired, you can feel it. But when you're mentally exhausted, you necessarily don't pay that much attention to it. So that sort of high stress and whatever else, the thing that it comes, comes back to in terms of what you're, you're talking about priorities and like the mental health side of things too, all too often when I'm having conversations with people, <laughs> they almost, they don't know the difference. Like, you know, they're in a, they're in a situation, they feel shitty, they have migraines, they have brain fog, you know, that is the way that they've lived for so long. So they don't know anything different. Like they just assume that that's the way life is. And, you know, potentially you were the same. And then whenever you started to feel the benefits, you know, and feel better, feel better mentally, feel better physically, whenever you were starting to get all these things, it's like you had unlocked this new level to your life that you've never seen or had before. And I think that, so many people don't have that because they just accept things for where they are. And I also think that I see all too often that a lot of people get to the stage where they think it's too late to make the change. Like, oh, I've been this way for, you know, 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Like, why why now am I ever going to be any different? And the first thing I'll say is it's never too late to make the change. And the second thing I'll say is just because it's always been that way doesn't mean it always has to be that way. You can make the change, become better and just start making gradual improvements. And if you are so far down that you feel like you're at rock bottom, you feel like shit every day, the smallest, simplest changes are going to make you feel infinitely better. And then I find that whenever you're in that place of feeling better, it becomes addictive. Yeah. And I was talking yeah. to one of the clients the other day. It was like, oh, I've been doing this for months. I'm like, the, the difference in terms of how he feels between the start and the end, he's like, I just want more. Like it's, he says, he says he feels like a crackhead. And I'm like, I understand that because it becomes addictive of that. Like, feeling good and it's something that you're so in control of whenever you get it you, you're in control of that feel good factor like if you go if you're pissed off and you go and you lift and you feel better whenever you come back like that is an addictive thing but to be able to have that outlet or have that whatever you want to call it like that to me is it's a invaluable yeah i mean again all about feeling better about yourself, all yeah. about improving yourself, all about, you know, um, and you mentioned that addictive feeling and, and stuff like, I can't get enough of this, right? Like, I love Yes, that we I'm, know, we, we know of all the people in all of the fitness world, you yeah. cannot get enough of it. I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just like, I, I, <laughs> I definitely have gone overboard and then some on all of this and I, and I'm glad I did, uh, because I'm, you know, but I'm if there's one thing that you're going to do, yeah. go overboard in, yeah. you know, in, be in bettering your health, like I'm all for it. So what am I going to go overboard in alcohol? You know, like I mean, that's probably not the best thing to, to no, go overboard no, in. No, no. I've um, done that one before. I had, I had some heart, by the way, I have, to, I have to say for the record, I had three heart seltzers last night uh, in the hot tub. Um, and I woke up with an 87% recovery. I'm like, yes, I did it. And by the way, the entire time I had COVID too, my recovery was like 83, 87, 89%. I had one day where it dropped down to like 50%. But otherwise, I would, you know, again, I was taking care of myself. I was hitting the sun every single day. I was getting my lifts in. I was getting ample amounts of sleep. It all helps out um, in those situations for your body to be able to recover really quickly. So again, you can you can take care of yourself during those periods of time and still not put a massive toll on your body as you're going through something like that. But anyways, I I had four three three heart, three heart seltzers yesterday, and I had eighty three percent recovery, eighty seven percent recovery, something like that. So it was it was awesome. Good. Yeah. The amount of alcohol that I drank on Friday is obscene. <laughs> like I can't even begin. Is that to the day describe. where you got 11, 11 minutes of sleep? Eleven minutes. Of sleep. Eleven yeah. minutes and of my, sleep. My heart rate variable and my rest heart rate were so far off because, like late at night, I was doing 
Jager Irish car bombs? And it, no, no, they didn't have any Irish car bombs. But literally, so this is what happened. It was a last minute decision of going to the wedding. It was on the Friday, so I booked my flight at like 1am. My flight was at 8am. Uh, because obviously Harper wasn't well, I didn't know it was a good idea. But anyway, I went and uh, arrived. Hadn't had a haircut because I had to cancel my brother the day before. Arrived at this amazing location. Matt had a barber. He was like, sit down. Cole's going to cut your hair. Here's a beer. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like 10 a.m. That was, that was the start of it. And it starts. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I drank probably from 10 a.m. to about 3 a.m. That's a lot. That is a lot. lot. I was the That's guy. I was like, Matt, do you need me to be the guy with the, does the shots? And I've done it in a former life, so I can do it. <laughs> I'm glad I can still do it, but I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time. Yeah. But yes, I got 11 minutes sleep, and I survived the next day. So. You know, uh, it was funny. When I was going through, um, uh, I was flying to Oklahoma. I had a, a stop through LaGuardia, and LaGuardia is usually like the worst airport ever in the history, but they've actually redesigned everything. It actually looks really nice, and they have like, a really good airport now. It's like very different. I used to dread going to LaGuardia. Like it was funny because like right when COVID, um, you know, kind of not ended, but obviously people were starting to travel again and stuff like that. Um, I walked out of the plane when I was going to New York, and I look outside. I'm like, oh shit, I'm at the wrong airport. Am I in the right city? Oh my god, no, because because LaGuardia was such a shithole that they had redesigned. It was like super nice. I'm like, I I booked the wrong flight. Like I I'm I'm freaking out. And uh, luckily, I was in the right airport, but. I went to LaGuardia this time and I was in this uh, kind of like tucked away area, which it was still nice, but like, but here's the thing on priority, you know, I literally had an hour and like 15 minutes before I had to board for my next plane. So I started going through all my options to eat. So I'd walk to my gate where my gate was at. And I, while I'm going there, I'm checking out the menu of each of the locations that I'm going to, to figure out which one's the best, you know, suited for me. And I went and I got there, I ate there. Uh, and then, you know, I went to there and got grabbed a margarita and then I walked on to the next lane. I was good. I was all set. So it was perfect. Um, so again, you can plan and prioritize. It's just how you go and do it uh, becomes an important part there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that's it. That's the podcast for today. Like really? literally last minute, Monday, June 20th, we're releasing Tuesday, June 21st. Um, so uh, this is as live as it gets uh, for us on this. We typically do a week before, uh, but again, with the travel that I had and Ben's travel and everything else, uh, we did our recording this week. So uh, we got to do another one tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. So we'll do our next yeah, one on Wednesday. We can do one tomorrow if you want. No, uh, I, I actually have, I, I got a whole bunch of stuff tomorrow, but um, including my massive push and legs workout, you SOB. But uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Right. Thank you all for listening. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for Thanks listening. Everybody. Catch us at Discord, Twitter, WeHack Health, et cetera, et cetera. Need anything, give us a shout. Um, speak to you next week or in two days. Later, y'all. See ya. Bye.